What time is it? Showtime. The brothers discuss sports and provide betting tips. The best kept secret in sports investing. Please welcome Bolt Brady and his bro. All right. What's happening out there? You've tuned in to Bolt Brady and his bro. The best place to find your sports handicapping information. Let's welcome in our handicapper, Bolt. Is life any good? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think you might be stacking up some chippers for Christmas. Man. Along with the listeners, hopefully. Vihas has just taken a beating the last two. Right. The 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 books, it's not even the last two, it's the last three weeks. Uh-huh. Uh, this week wasn't as bad, but I'm sure people are stacking chippers for Christmas. Yep. I mean, I'm not leaning on, like, your your household favorites here. They're just the books taking a beating because some of those big names are winning, but... You want to keep disrespecting the raids? I'll take them all day. Did you uh, fire them up in a parlay again? Uh, oh yeah, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I took Cincy six and a half. Yep, Raiders, right? And then what was the third one? I sent it to you. Oh, the Lions. Yep, Lions plus sixteen. Yeah, you know what? So I took the Lions also in the contest um, because it occurred to me if there's one game that Goff is going to try. It's against his former team. Well, and then we've we've kind of talked about, especially later in the year, when those teams just go no holds barred, nothing to lose. I mean, holy cow, the Lions came out quickly and started doing some of that on sides, two fake punts. Right, I know. <laughs> yeah, right away. <laughs> He's like, dude, we need a W. Yeah, and you could see at, like the Rams were getting so frustrated. It didn't occur to me. I'm like, oh, yeah, these guys haven't won a game. They don't give a shit. They're going to pull out everything they can. Yeah, the Lions do have a better feel to them than than like some like Jacksonville or or you know some of those other bad teams. No, absolutely, they definitely try for him. Plus, they got Swift at tailback. He's he's badass. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was lighting it up. He's like, dude, my team may be garbage, but I'm not. Yeah, so they jumped out. Uh, you know, at least got to ten or whatever it was. Right? I mean, you're like, okay, there's 26 right there to work with. Yes, exactly. That was nice. So. Huge parlay, getting the chippers for Christmas. Let's keep her rocking. Yeah, the um, the games were kind of weird. I mean, the, the weather was bad up here in Northern California, so I'm like, great. It's a great day to watch some games. And I'm just sitting in the morning wave, which is kind of like, oh, hum, hum, you know, unless you've got some action on it, which we did, which makes it better. But I saw there was only one game for the day that was uh, within a one score, and it was Miami and the Dolphins game. Mm, or Miami and the Falcons. Yeah, sorry. Yep, yep. I had that one. Um, do we recommend Miami? No, but I had it for the contest. And yeah, that was an interesting game. I took the Dolphins, and then, you know, Koo kicks the game winner, and it's a push. Oh, why was it a push for you? Because you only had two points? Yeah, the Dolphins were, yeah, they were only up one, and then the field goal, they lost uh, by two. See, for the contest, it was two and a half. Okay. I took it morning of. Okay. Well, that'll do it. Okay. You know what? That leads us into a great segment right there about when to get line. So, you know, some of the listeners here that, you know, play with some of our picks, um, you may notice that the lines change. And hopefully it's more in our favor. Like, you know, we'll say, hey, you know, grab the Bengals now at plus seven. And then, you know, later on in the week, they might be only plus five or four and a half. So we got some serious line value there. And, of course, sometimes it goes the other way, too. Like last week, um, the Washington game started at 9.5, and, and I thought for sure it would get up over 10. 
Um, and it didn't. It actually went down to like seven and a half the day of the game. So clearly it's really um, important when you grab these lines. Mm-hmm. Uh, Washington's struggling. Well, so, you know, luckily that wasn't one of our plays because we said jump on her when it, if it gets to 10, and it didn't. But Washington actually, I don't want to say dominated the game, but they actually had, believe it or not, more yards than Green Bay, 430 to 304. And uh, how about this? This is an incredible stat. They were inside the 30-yard line, Green Bay's 30-yard line, seven times and walked away. So seven times inside the 30, let's get at least 21 points. Can we get uh, three points, a field goal each time? Hmm. They got a whopping six points out of those seven drives. Mm. Goal to goal, okay? That means when you're inside the 10-yard line, 0 for 2. Did you see when Heineke jumped and that they didn't count that touchdown? Yeah. That was incredible. <laughs> Holy cow. I mean, if you had the Redskins, Washington football team there, you would be pleased. So those that did see it, Heineke, the, the quarterback, had a – straight run into the end zone, and he just dove early like some people do. And, you know, they slowed it down. They're saying he's giving himself up. Right, even though there was no one around. Right. Not one person around. Right. And so he was short, and so then they, you know, lined it up, and they couldn't get it in. Unbelievable. So once again, the Packers are sliding by, like when you look closely at the statistics. And that's why I was ready to fire on them. This week, when they travel Thursday night into Arizona, but now Devontae Adams is on the COVID-19 list, and the line jumped from three to six. I saw that. I mean, that's a lot just for the receiver. Okay, it's way too much. I mean, that there's not a receiver in this world ever that's worth three points to the line. No. The problem is, is that this is probably where the line should have been in the first place. I don't know about six, but three, no. three was too low. I'll tell you that. I would have fired against Aaron there, and my boy Kyler would have come to play. No, I, I think I still think Arizona's due for, for a little slip-up here. I Well, it's not going to be against Green Bay, though. Mm. Yeah. I mean, if there was a slip-up, you'd think it would be against the Texans. <laughs> well, the, not the loss, but yeah, I mean, I, I took the 20 points there, and holy cow, you can't cover 20 in an NFL game? Yeah, no, you're terrible when you can't do that. I Good mean, gracious. Yeah, I mean, just getting the field goal and the safety, all right. They are tough to watch. Yes, they are. And But guess what? Tyrod might be coming back this week. Woo! <laughs> right. <laughs> That's my boy. He was balling. Might have to order that one. Hey, I'd wear it. We had uh, the first couple games of the of the year. He was covering, and even against Cleveland in Cleveland, and then he gets banged up. And ever since then, they've just been garbage. But I'll tell you what: if you want to give me fourteen and a half with Big Tyrod, I'll take her. Yeah, for sure. Okay, there we go. Yep, so for the NFL last week, the picks were 2-0. and Yep. Had Seattle and the Titans. That's right. And that takes the season for NFL to 17-12, 59%. Okay, we'll take her. Yeah. Uh, I'll take that all day long. You know, um, 59% is really, really good, so no complaints there. Um, didn't, you, didn't you say someone was asked, uh, had a question about... 
they, they, someone was emailed and said, so what's a good percentage for a handicapper to hit on? Right. So great question. Cause if you, if you don't really follow this, you know, you wouldn't know, I, I'll never forget, you know, our friend, no names of course mentioned, but when he asked, you know, how we did, this was a few years ago and we said 58%. He's like, that's terrible. Like, dude, you don't know what you're talking about. Obviously that's like talking to Derek Jeter and going, so what was your career batting average? And he goes, 308 and you go like 30 percent and he's like yeah you go dude you're garbage mm. and the guy goes hmm okay you don't know about sports buddy <laughs> so anyway when it comes to the winning percentage 52.4 percent is profitable so just imagine if you went to your financial advisor and the guy goes hey i'm profitable every year for you guy you'd be like sign me up so if anyone can hit, you know, above 52.4, that's not too shabby. If you ask any handicapper out there, you know, what winning percentage they would like to take, you know, it's like a baseball player saying, you know, wow, if I could bat 300 every year, that'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. 55%. You t- if you hit 55%, you're doing really well. Right. They said, uh, same person, do you keep track of your record and how many should you record before you consider yourself a handicapper? So I do keep track of it um, so that, you know, everything is uh, available for people to know so that there's no bullshit. It's all transparent. There's actually an app. um, Throw a little plug in here for these guys for free. Action Network. Cool app. And you can keep track of all your plays there. And, um, yes, and, you know, some people can get hot. And what I mean by hot is, you know, 20, 30, you know, even 50, 60 games. They might have a pretty good win percentage. But it's going to take at least 500 games, okay? Record your games, 500 games, and see what your winning percentage is then. Um, And then we can take you seriously. And, you know, myself personally, I've got over 800 NFL and college games tracked, and my win percentage is 55. It's 56 in college and 54 in the NFL. So it's, it's literally 55 for both. Mm-hmm. So That's tough. Yeah. The, the more games you log, the harder it gets, for sure. Absolutely. So if you want to see how well you can do out there or you think, you know, you might have it going on, why don't you track 500 games and we'll see where you're at. <laughs> and let's compare notes. <laughs> so, uh, but good question. Yeah, I mean, because it's, it's very misleading out there. Uh, I'll tell you, you know, long term. So put it this way. The best uh, sports gambler of all time is a guy named Billy Walters. Go ahead and Google it. Check it out on YouTube. Pretty interesting uh, story that this guy had. But Inside so, trader. Well, that's another story, yeah. He's buds with Phil Mick. Mm. Um, but supposedly he was the best of all time, okay, of all time, and he hit 57% of his games. So that gives and this guy made millions and millions. I mean, he put a million on a game. Mm-hmm. And he was, you know, supposedly 50, 57%. So he moves the line when he slapped some money down. Then the other casinos are like, we better adjust that. Well, he can't even put them down. They wouldn't let him. No, he had the people start running them in for him. Right. So, you know, again, 55%. If you're hitting 55% and your teacher would go, hey, great job. I'm giving you an A. <laughs> 
Okay. What about the games last week? What what else kind of stood out to you in terms of who looked good? I mean, what's up with the Chiefs? That well, I, I was going to say, yeah. Let, let's quit even thinking that it's going to turn around. <laughs> well, you know, we gave out the Titans last week, so that was that was good. And that, yeah. that was a boat racer. Um, and we didn't even need Derrick Henry. I mean, he had like 29 carries for 86 yards. But when you score on your first five possessions, uh, it's going to be a long day. Yeah. So, you know, Patty had an interception for the sixth game in a row. I mean, they're, you know, I don't want to say they're in trouble, but, geez, the AFC West is way ahead of them. Yeah. I mean, they're they're going to be looking up here for a little bit if they don't start winning a couple games. Right. I mean, they're, if they're not scoring, holy cow. Well, yeah, that's when they're in trouble. Yeah, that was that was not pretty. And then Pat gets dinged, so heads up. Yeah, that didn't look good, but he's tough as nails, so... Um, and then the other game, you know, like we liked Seattle last night, and was that game good looking? <laughs> I'm saying it was, it was kind of a gnarly week in terms of competition. Well, I mean, you got Geno and Jameis. I mean, <laughs> you know what you're getting there. Quarterback you. <laughs> That's why we took the five points. I mean, give me that tape. I want to break these two down. <laughs> I mean, do you want to say. North, South, East, West, hot, cold, black, white. How about Monday night football versus Thursday night football? Is there a difference in those quarterbacks? Mm -hmm. Holy cow. I mean, I literally was sitting there watching the game going, this is good looking. But, I mean, you you knew what you were getting. I mean, Jameis was good looking. You know, he's fumbling and then throws it to Kamara and it still scores. I mean, (laughs) if they didn't have Kamara, oh, wow. I mean, it's like Carolina without CMC. I mean, in fact, oh yeah, I was. How about this stat? Okay, the Saints had sixty-six plays. Thirty of them went to Kamara. Hmm. Oh yeah, he had a boatload of catches too. Right. So you know, and Gino, hey buddy, they call it a pocket because they build it around you, and then you're supposed to step up into it, not behind it. Okay, big guy. Mm-hmm. Chimney Christmas. <laughs> Yeah, Carolina. Holy cow, have they gone the other way real quick? Yes, they have. I mean So now they're throwing the Deshaun out. His I mean, they have a week right now to to pull the trigger on the trade deadline. Yeah. And you don't know if it, if it's um Houston kind of leaking some rumors to kind of make the market a little hotter. Cause supposedly, you know, Miami's in the lead, kind of the one and only, but Carolina might be looking for him too. Well, people thought Sam Darn, you know, maybe turned the corner and it was his coaching and this and that. Um, and no, it wasn't. Right. Okay. Sorry, guys. Clipboard time, bud. Yep. It is clipboard time. And I mean, that team is garb without CMC, except their receiver, DJ Moore, is a badass. But, right. You know, besides that, it's uh, not very much. <laughs> yeah. The, some of these bottom tier squads are starting to look worse. Uh, I'm Jets. They're bringing in Flacco. Like that's some sort of Superman thing. Uh, <laughs> you know, what's, well, what's that doing? That's why I'm, I. That's why I had to do a little research here. I'm like, so who's backing up here in the Jets? And I go, oh, Mike White. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and no, that is a real name, Mike White. He is the backup, and he apparently played at Western Kentucky, where for two years in a row he threw for four thousand yards, which is obviously good, but. That's currently their backup. And, yeah, they brought in Flacco. Um, 
for some reason. They think he would, I don't know. Because you can't say, because he used to be there, remember? Yeah, no, but, I know. There's some familiarity. But I. But there's not. With this staff. But there's not. Yeah. They changed coaches. Mm-hmm. So that's why I was like, that doesn't make sense. So anyway, yeah, they're, they're bueno. I mean, they are bueno. Like, that's almost the team where it's just the automatic fake. That's how shitty they are. Well, yeah, I'm looking. It's it's Cincy is minus 10 at the Jets, but it's like, I'll, I'll think I'll lean on Cincy here. Well, so here's here's the caution. That they just had a real good game against their division opponent. How pumped are they for this one? So what are they doing this week, though? I mean, the, the Bengals are like a younger team. And to no fault of their own, because I'd do the exact same thing, I'd be with Big Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, and I'd be like, guys, let's hit the town. Let's go to Urban Steakhouse. <laughs> it's popping tonight. There's a reason you want to play in the NFL, and it's for weeks like this. And this is basically a bye week. Because we are the ultimate male this week in Cincinnati. Yeah, how about Chase? They were kind of saying he had the drops in preseason. Now he's just to the house. Like over fifty yards all the time. Well, how about this? He's gonna he's on pace to break Randy Moss's record, nineteen ninety eight rookie of the year. His style of play has changed. I mean, all these guys are are going deep. Burrow had twenty three completions and is in four hundred yards. Yeah, no, I don't, don't totally. It's just like the NBA with the three ball. Yeah, everyone's chucking it up. Same thing. Everyone's throwing the ball. So, yeah, the records, I'm just saying, it is what it is. But, you know, like like we said a couple of years ago with Big Jamar in, in the national title game, he's a baller. And that touchdown he had, whoo, can't even emulate that on Madden. That's how legit that play was. Mm-hmm. It's a full moon out, and the werewolf in your pants is howling. It's time to tackle that problem with the lawnmower 4.0. Do you know what's spookier than seeing a black cat on Halloween? It's shaving your balls with anything other than Manscaped. When it comes to below-the-waist grooming, there's no need to carve your pumpkins this Halloween because Manscaped is here to upgrade your grooming experience. Go from a bite-sized candy bar to a king-sized candy bar and join the 2 million men worldwide by going to manscaped.com. M-A-N-S-C-A-P. ED.com for 20% off and free shipping when you put in the code BOLT, B-O-L-T, for 20% off. All right, let's get back to the show. All right, so that's from our sponsor, Manscaped, and we've got one more sponsor at the end of the podcast, and you're going to want to listen to it because it's free money, free money with one of our sports books. Don't leave that on the table. On a quick note, um, those of you that have won or emailed score at boltbrady.com, uh, someone told me that it went to spam for them. So uh, there was someone, Ryan T. had won a hat, and I asked for his address. So just make sure when I email you, it doesn't go to your spam, and I'll hook you up. All righty. So uh, you know how we like to follow when there's some big chips thrown on the line? Mm-hmm. So there was one, I don't know if it was a, one syndicate group or what, but they threw five hundred grand on the Rams. Whoopsies. Mm-hmm. They threw five hundred grand on the Bears. Oh. Whoopsies. Don't ever waste that. No, that was a terrible play. Jeez. And then five hundred on A Z. So they actually went against the twenty or whatever. So they're down about five hundred clips there. And I thought about it. So how about this? So there's no way I <laughs> think 
There's no that would have been the last pick that I made was the Bears against Tom. What what was that line? It was single digits. Well, no, so it was twelve. It okay? was. So I took a gander at it and I actually flirted with it a little bit because I said, What's the money line here? And it was throw six hundred and forty down to win a hundred. Okay? Mm. No problem. That's not happening. There was no way Tom was gonna lose that game. And then I see these guys throw the big chippers down. And they could have given me a call right there, and they would have said, what's our play? And I would have gone, why don't you throw $640,000 down on Tampa money line just to win the game to win a hundred thou? That was the play, gentlemen. Mm. So anyway, that's when sometimes those big money lines, I don't recommend them very often, but I mean, Tom... Wow, Tom versus the Bears and Fields. Yeah. No chance. <laughs> he's he's looking worse each week. I mean, no chance they were going to lose that ball game. Yeah. So, anyway, and with that, I mean, that kind of reminds me of the 409 clean it up. There was a couple. Yeah, there was a couple spray downs this week. The first one, I don't know, did you watch the Iowa State game when the guy got thrown the the penalty flag for celebration? I didn't see that one. So weak, dude. The game was super close, and Iowa State scores like a 50-yarder, and the receiver literally didn't have anyone within 20 yards of him. He kind of looks over his back a little bit and like does a little high strut into the end zone, and there's a flag, and everyone's like, what's going on? And the referee decides to call taunting on wow. that. Wow. And it's not like the NFL where, okay, touchdown, we move it on the kickoff. It's... Bring it back right now. No touchdown. Brutal. Dude, clean it up, officiating crew of the Big Ten right there. <laughs> Ouch. And then the other one comes in college as well. Um, our college picks went one and one, right? Wisconsin, blowout city against Purdue. Sure was. Okay. And then once again, the third week in the row, the game that loses was well in command. UCLA up 14-0 on Oregon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, Can't win the ball game. It's incredible. But when I was watching it, I looked at Oregon's uniforms, and I go, are you serious? Dude, they had, like, specks of brown on them all over. Like, it looked like mud. Right. Like, they were playing in mud. I know Oregon's got, like, 15 different uniforms, which is cool, and that's why so many kids go there. But, dude. Yeah, Phil tries to lure him in, the Phil Knight from the Nike. Phil goes, hey, let's throw splots of shit all over this jersey and roll ah. it out against UCLA. It was good looking. They do that in their hoop court. They have kind of those forest trees. Like, right. it's it's all over their hoop court. It's a little it's in- interesting choice. Someone up in Oregon's jumping into the mushrooms a little too much when they're ah. coming up with these designs. <laughs> <laughs> They're out in La La Land when they come up with it. <laughs> so uh, let's fire up some best bets here. Do, do, do. Let's keep her going here for the crew. Let's start chat. Let's start gathering up some more Christmas chips. Mm-hmm. Uh, and speaking of Christmas, um, that reminds me of okay, quick. I was listening to Kid Rock. You introduced me to him in Christmas. Yeah, remember? Oh yeah. What trip were we going on? Somewhere to Max, I gave you the CD for the plane ride, and uh, you looked. Which, you had the headphones on. You're like, yeah, this is unreal. But you can't remember the trip, though. I remember it like it was yesterday. It was Cancun, okay, and it was a long time ago. I think I was barely. Like, I don't even know if you were twenty yet, and I was barely. Mm. 
Flew down to Cancun, had an unreal time. The other thing that I remember about that trip, and yes, Kid Rock was the first time I heard it on the flight, and I'm like, this guy's the best of all time. <laughs> Dude, it was unreal flight. And I'm going to grow my payload out <laughs> just like him in the back. And for the listeners that might be a little bit younger, maybe haven't listened to Kid, I highly recommend it and start off with the song called Cocky. Okay, it balls. Listen to the lyrics. <laughs> so anyway... That trip, what I remember is we went out, had an incredible time, and you got a little too tuned up. No. The next morning, mom mom will remember this, um, and this is why mom, <laughs> the oldest son, always is the one to lean on. It was time to go to Tulum. <laughs> Do you remember? Some sightseeing. Some sightseeing, Tulum, and you couldn't move. Right. And... <laughs> That's fine. We've been there before. And mom said, get up. Let's get out of bed. We're leaving. And you couldn't do it for a million dollars. And mom was so pissed. Think I'm going to skip this one. Yep. And we're like, are you joking? And of course I had to step up like I always do. And I went to Tulum with mom. Nice play. <laughs> so anyways, that, that reminds me of kid and Christmas. But on to the best bets to get some more Christmas chips. All right. Indianapolis. Plays the Titans. And we've been rolling with the Titans the last two weeks. This is the revenge game. Okay, Colts are at home getting plus one and a half. They lost the first game 25-16. They realize that this is pretty much their season right here. We're going with the Colts plus the one and a half. Yep, I actually have that one down too. I like the Colts. Do you? I, I just like the setup on where, where it's hitting here in the season. I think last week you said when, you know, the question was who might turn their season around and start balling. The Colts is one of the teams you mentioned. And they just kind of handled the Niners in Santa Clara pretty easy in that sloppy rain. Yep, yep. I mean, they're 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 pretty solid. I mean, they were pretty good last year, and it's kind of starting to click a little bit. You just kind of can feel it. You know, people need to – you got to factor in the injuries, you know. I mean, people are down on the Broncos right now and stuff. And like, oh, I'm like, dude, they've got so many injuries. But, you know, people don't really tend to look past that. And so now the Colts are much healthier. Uh, and so with that, they're also, sorry guys, forgot to throw in the teaser last week. So the Colts were also going to tease up to seven and a half. Okay. And we talked about my boy Kyler earlier. Just win the ball game. Move AZ down to a pick. So Colts and AZ are the teaser. Best bet. Hmm. Mm-hmm. The AZ one scares me a little bit. I know it does because you love Aaron. And I like him too, but yeah, especially without Devonte, get serious. <laughs> I mean, get serious. Who's he going to throw to? And those guys aren't bad, but I mean, he looks for Devonte every big third down, every time they're down the red zone. I mean, he spreads the ball around though. No, he does. But I'm saying, like, when he needs a play, which you know, sure. any smart quarterback does, they all don't do it though. Um, like last night, can we get DK the ball a little bit more? But, uh, yeah, you need to go to your big guy, your horse, and he's not going to be there. So there's that. And then uh, lastly, the last best bet here in the NFL for you is the Miami Dolphins, okay, are traveling into Buffalo. I know everyone's really high on Buffalo right now. They're Mm -hmm. good. Yep. But 13 and a half? I'm with you here, too. I have it. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, division. Division game. I mean, get serious. They'll just slow the game down. You can't stay within 13 and a half. Now, listen, 
They got waxed when they played them in Miami. 35 bagels. So I know everyone's going to look at that. Tua got knocked out. Hey, listen, people have shitty games. They'll come back. Yeah, I just, you know, I remember you'd see some high lines here and there the last few years, but there's always like two each week now. You're just like, holy cow, this thing's up there. Mm -hmm. Well, especially that one. I mean, you know. When it's like the Texans and the Jets, I get it. Yeah. These guys aren't even close to being in that range. No. I was watching that the Falcons-Dolphins game because I had it. And it, Tua makes some bad decisions. You know, he throws a pick here and there. But then he comes down. He'll march them. He'll, he'll use the tight ends and, and spread it around. And they can at least put some points up. Well, and the best part about him is he always tries. Right. He doesn't give up. And it's got to be in his dome a little bit here, this Deshaun stuff. That's got to be kind of creeping in there somewhat. Right. If I could get in his ear, I'd be like, Tua, you need to run the ball a little bit more. That's like your best asset. But I think that's, you know, he did that and got dinged up at the end of college there. It's probably kind of like, I don't want to be done here with my whole career this quick. No, I hear you. But, I mean, he needs to do it a little bit. His career starts are just so low. It's just, you know, it's crazy how quick they want to move on if they do. Remember how you were saying it seems like um, he throws a lot? So I actually saw a stat. They actually do throw more than any team in the NFL. How about this one? 70% of their plays are passes. Huh. Yeah, I mean, he had like 47 attempts, that, you know, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I mean, that's a lot. So you were, you were dead on on that. Yeah. I mean, would they have Gaskins and... Uh... Maybe our boy Laird from Cal's, one of the guys back there they use. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if he's still on the squad. No, he was. I saw him earlier in the season. <laughs> <laughs> he balls. Uh, so do you have any other takes on the NFL, or I can give um, our college listeners a, a few picks as well? Um, I agreed with those two. I, um, I have Pittsburgh down here, too, going into Cleveland. I'll take Pitt. I wouldn't disagree with that. They're getting three and a half. I would, I would lean with Pitt. And it's probably against Case, you know, and Case is fine. It's pretty similar to, to Big Bake. Agreed. Um, yeah, the Niners are hard to tr- trust right now. They're going to Chicago. Jimmy's starting. They're, they're minus three, but I don't know. They're so banged up, and I, I don't love what I'm seeing from them, but I'd probably take the Niners there. This last game, I honestly don't think you can take anything from that. That game was just played in, in slop. I mean, the conditions. You see how bad it was raining? So um, the one thing about it is the Niners' defensive line and linebackers ball. Their DBs are just garb. Uh-huh. And the Colts knew that. So the Colts go, hey, Carson, three flies up, bud. Let's just see who comes down with it. <laughs> And it worked because they'd get so many P.I. calls. So, anyway, against the Bears, I mean, the Bears do play way better at home. Um, I do think, like, a money line play. I would take the Niners' money line, but not the points. Okay. You have any college you want to touch on? I sure do. So, I'll touch on a couple here um, real quickly. Mississippi State, minus one versus Kentucky. Uh, Houston actually minus one against SMU. Obviously, it's going to be a big interstate rival. And then one a little bit closer to home, the last game, the Pac-12. How bueno, how bueno are the USC Trojans? Mm-hmm. I mean, that game against ND, I think maybe you took it. I was texting. I'm like, I'll take Notre Dame minus seven yeah, all day here. I should have too. That, that, yeah, I, I missed that one. Absolutely. Um, so anyway, the Arizona Wildcats, who are 0-7, okay, 
um, but they barely lost to Washington last week by five. They're actually trying. Okay, now SC, what do you think is going through their head? They're all, it's already going, our season is shot. <laughs> We're garbage. Who's our next coach? Yeah. I might be transferring. Where, where do I sign up for the portal? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so anyway, Arizona gets 21, plus 21. Mm. We'll take the Wildcats. Let's do it. All right. What is a lock? A lock is simply put, a bet you can't lose. And with my bookie, you can't lose with the NBA lock of the season. When you bet on either team to score between the Mavericks or the Nuggets this Friday, that's right, this Friday, you win. An NBA game has never gone scoreless, so know this is a sure bet. Place your bet, they score, you win, it's that easy. Get paid Friday, wake up Saturday, and throw down on UFC 267. This weekend, my bookie is also giving all users $100 risk-free wager on the light heavyweight championship with Glover Texaria. So don't wait. Head to mybookie.ag now and use promo code BOLT, B-O-L-T. Bolt and get in on the NBA lock of the season. That's promo code Bolt B O L T. It's a lock. Get your season started with a win. Thank me later. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. Promo code Bolt. Let's get after it. Okay, well, that'll do it for this week. Don't forget the Instagram and Twitter. Bolt has uh, definitely been changing some info on there and lines to grab day of. So, at Bolt Brady Picks for that and write the reviews on Apple Podcasts. We'll pick a winner for a hat. That'll do it for this week. See ya.